Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Well, good morning, my friends, and thanks for joining us today. All this talk about the battle of Armageddon and end time events and death and carnage. I thought that this would be an appropriate mug today. Here it is. Ready? The drink at your own risk mug. For those of you that are listening, can't see it. It's got a skull and a crossbones on it. And I want you to know in the, in the spirit of full disclosure that I drank decaf coffee out of that drink at your own risk mug. So things have really, really gone downhill here. But uh, hey, you do what you have to do. So there it is. But we are uh, today in Revelation chapter num- number 19, and we're in verse number 19, if you want to follow along, and we're talking about that end time battle. Uh, Jesus has left heaven riding a white horse. He is faithful and true. He is the word of God. He has a name written that no man knows. He is wearing the crown of glory and authority. His vesture is dipped in blood. Following him are the armies of God, you and I included. And we are dressed in clean linen, white. We've been made righteous by Jesus himself. Jesus is going to defeat Antichrist with the word of his power, the sword from his mouth. Uh, We will not need to fight in that battle. Jesus does our fighting for us. So just as in our salvation, Jesus did uh, the fighting for us. So in the battle at the end time, Jesus does the fighting for us. And watch what happens here in verse number 19. The birds of the air have been summoned. They are going to eat of the dead flesh of the animals and the people that will die in this battle. And the Bible says in verse number 19, And I saw the beast, so this would be the the Antichrist, and the kings of the earth, the coalition of the United Nations that gather around Antichrist, and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. So make no mistake about it, the, the, the focus of these demon-possessed leaders, the, the focus of these, this coalition that Antichrist has assembled is anti-God, anti-God. Uh, they are not concerned so much even with the people of God as they are with God himself. Uh, they, that's always been Satan's target. His target has always been, I will be like the Most High. I will sit also on the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will be like God. That's always been. It's always been a battle of Satan against God. And we're seeing that materialize here, aren't we? Look at verse number 20. And the beast was taken. Interesting. Wasn't killed. He was taken. And with him, the false prophet. So, Uh, These two personages that have formed the unholy trinity, Satan and Antichrist and the false prophet, now these two human beings, so controlled by, so possessed by the devil, who have led in deception, 
who have caused the world to worship the image of the beast, to, to receive his mark. Uh, now they are taken, uh, live prisoners in this battle. And the Bible says that th- th- this beast was taken within the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshiped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. So, wow, I mean, that is a pretty pretty picturesque speech right there about the demise of the the false prophet and the Antichrist. They're cast alive into the lake of fire. So understand eschatologically that the lake of fire is to be distinguished from hell. So we talk about hell and fire and damnation and judgment, but hell is not a permanent place. The realm of the dead, including what we would know of as hell, is a temporary holding place. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 20 that death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. So picture it this way. Hell is kind of like a temporary holding place. It's a place of judgment. It's a place of uh, it's a place of, of, of pain, a place of, of, uh, of misery, obviously. But hell is not the final judgment because there will come a day when every single person who has rejected Jesus will stand before the great white throne judgment of God and they will be judged according to their works and then consigned to the lake of fire. We'll, we'll talk about that next chapter. So hell is kind of like the, the county jail. A uh, person is arrested, uh, they are convicted, but they're not sentenced. So they're put in jail until what time they can appear before the judge to receive sentencing, and then they're put in prison. So here, the Antichrist and the false prophet are cast into the lake of fire. And as far as I can tell, these are the first two inhabitants of the lake of fire, and forever and forever and forever. Uh, They will be there, but they even precede Satan uh, to the lake of fire. He doesn't go there until much later, and we'll talk about that as well. So what's the point? The point is the battle has been won. The point is Jesus has showed himself strong. Uh, The word of God has prevailed. And now uh, here in verse number 21, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse. So the word of God does its work in negating the authority of these leaders. They are taken captive even before the battle's over. Uh, They are cast into the lake of fire. But then the Bible says the armies of the world that have gathered against God, against Christ, the Bible says, Psalm 2 makes this very clear as well, that the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. So just as the angel had predicted, remember the angel silhouetted by the sun that had summoned all the fowls of the earth to come to feast at the great supper of our God? Well, that's it. The aftermath of this battle is carnage and death and and destruction and finality 
And that's always the, the ugly end of sin. We talked about that earlier, that sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. There might not be a more poignant example of that in all the Word of God than this final battle here, the, the battle of Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon, uh, har, or ar, har in uh, the Hebrew language means hill, and Megiddo is the city uh, that guards that valley. Really, it's the extension of the Valley of Jezreel. So the Valley of Armageddon is the Valley of the Mountain of Megiddo. And many notable battles have been fought down through the years, even Napoleon. Uh, But this will be the granddaddy of them all. And Jesus will emerge victorious, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, after which he will actually set his foot upon Mount of Olives. And the Mount of Olives will split. And Jesus will walk up that new valley right toward that eastern gate, walking right on through. And you and I will be there to proclaim him the rightful King of Kings and Lord of Lords as he sets up his 1,000-year millennial reign, you and I ruling and reigning with him. What a day that will be. So that's chapter number 19. We're going to jump into a brand new chapter tomorrow. We're getting done. We've only got three chapters left. Appreciate your faithfulness uh, all throughout this series. Looking forward to jumping into chapter 20. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.